Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 37 of Down Golf Podcast with your host Slim. My co-host Benny. Benny, what's going on? Not too much, buddy. Not too much. Just uh just hanging out here. Had dinner with the uh with the rents and my grandma, catching up a little bit. Uh she just had a, like a surgery or whatever, so I haven't seen her in a little bit. And uh cool. some big yeah. some big nana time, eh? Yeah, big nana time. What about you, buddy? How you been? I've been good. I have a question. While we're talking about nanas, what do you call your grandparents on both sides? So I have one left on each side. But okay, say so if fortunate. I had them both alive on each side, I would yeah. go Papa and Grandma on my mom's side. And then my dad's side is Nana. And then I guess I never really met him, but I, we, we would have called him like Papa Pete. So Papa Pete. Yeah. What about you? Um, Nana and Papa, Grandma and Grandpa. Fair enough. <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> Pretty stereotypical. Standard. I got buddies with like Opas, Omas, oh, yeah. and like, you know, there are some crazy ones out there. I can't think of it right now, but yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty traditional. I think Papa is such a weird term. I think it's because, like, they claim we say it because I, like, when I first started, like, trying to say, like, Grandpa or something, I just said Papa. So they're like, all right, let's yeah. roll with it. But but even, like, Poppy, like, Poppy's weird, too. Like, Mexican, like, I think that's Mexican. They call their dads hey, Poppies. Like, Poppy. <laughs> like, I just think Papa, Poppy is just kind of weird. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, been good. Had some stuff going on. I played a lot of golf this weekend, which is good. Good um, man. I'll get into uh I might as well get into that. Playing a two-man dude on Saturday. This was like the closest point I think I've ever come to playing golf where I was like, I don't know if I want to be out on the golf course right now. It was basically hailing and windy <laughs> and rainy and it was just brutal. But we ended up uh, you know, finishing out like like you always need to. And uh nice. Yeah. So and then Sunday played in um me and my buddies have this thing. It's called the Peanut Butter Falcon Invitational. <laughs> and can I ask where the fuck that name comes from? Or you is seen, that? Have you ever? <laughs> I'll just lightly <laughs> skim into it. <laughs> have you ever heard of the movie Peanut Butter Falcon? Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, you can Google search that. And on the eve <laughs> of the first annual, one of the guys that we were playing with, and it's just four of us, so it's two v two net better ball. Um, and he was basically saying. Oh, we got to watch this film. We got to watch this film. It's hilarious. I won't dive into the film because I don't want people to take it the wrong way. But, you know, there's four guys. We were drinking. We are just having some fun. Like, anyways, it came up with that was the name. But it's a pretty cool thing we got going on because it's it's a two-man, like I said, better ball. Um, and it's 36 holes. So we play my home course and then their home course. Um, so we had that the second cool. annual. So we won last year, won this year. We had two guys, though, bail on it. One guy was too hungover. He couldn't make it. He was puking. <laughs> You don't you, didn't you say there's only four of you though? Yeah, so we had to call in someone. <laughs> what a what an annual that is. Yeah, and then the other guy couldn't come because it's it's moose season now. So he 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 was going to moose like moose hunting. Oh, that's kind of sick. Good excuse, so, I guess. I guess I I didn't like it, but <laughs> and then uh, just to tie in another, this is like and like not golf related, but last night I I played beer league hockey with my buddies for the first time. And I usually play on their team every, every year. Right. Since high school, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're called the meat bags. So anyways, I play in, I'm, a, I'm just a fill in. And at the end of the game, this, like their best player, we're up four, three with like two minutes left. And he goes to make a move and he kind of like hits our goalie. So our, a guy slashes them. So yeah. they get in like a bit of a scrum. So everyone kind of is going around them. And they're one guy on their team yelling, like everyone back up, everyone back up. So I just grabbed this guy. And like had get him in like a like a light light headlock. I'm taller than him, so like I was kind of like yeah, just put my yeah. arm around. Anyway, he starts squirming, freaking out. So I'm skating away, kind of, and I got my arms around him, and he's kind of coming towards me, 
partly because I have it kind of locked in my arm and partly mm-hmm. because like he's grabbing on. Yeah. Then the guy, the initial guy gets off fighting the one guy and he grabs me, dude, grabs me from behind. Anyway, she's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I go, dude, I was like, at one point, I was like, yeah, let's go. And then I like realized that I was already down in the fight because he had my cage, like had me down. Yeah. And then at this point, I'm like, oh boy, I got to abort, 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 abort. <laughs> so I kind of just like grab his cage and try to like throw him to the, like try to get him down to the ground too. Anyway, he rips my cage off. And like, I'm like, at this point, I got to drop. So I kind of turtle drop. I go, the refs are going to come in. Refs don't come in. So he's throwing, he's throwing at me. I go, dude, all I hear for like five seconds, nothing. And then I hear screams and then he's off me. And I look up and it's Nezzy and he's, he, he hopped the bench and just threw the guy off me. Anyways, I was a fill in. I got four games for fighting and Nezzy got six games for coming off the bench. So, and get this, he leaves for Aspen in December. So he can't play now till February. And it's three games in. He's basically missing oh. the entire season. And the guy I've obviously fought now can't play for four four games. And he's in on two other teams. And we don't know if the suspension's carried over to those teams. That's wild. <laughs> so yeah, I got absolutely sewered too. Like they called Tough it a bounce. fight, dude. I didn't even get my like. It's like, dude, I didn't even fight anyone. He 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 beat me up. <laughs> yeah, that's actually funny. Now that I think about it, we honestly had like weirdly similar weekends because i actually played golf as well because i had my graduation on friday oh yeah dude congrats about that yeah Yeah, that's sick dude congrats i forgot forgot to lead lead off with that yeah i mean i forgot about it too clearly but uh we buzzed down to st Catharines for the friday enjoyed the little grad luckily it was like pretty quick it was like two hours and then we uh, had a tea time on saturday morning after going out the night before so that itself was like a struggle or struggle it was at 10 30 Woke up at like 9.15, just dying, but got to the course okay, and I was like, it's supposed to be a decent day, and then, of course, we're driving to the first tee, and like, our cart's about to tip over, it's so windy, like, I, if I had to guess a number of what the wind was clicking in at, probably like 65 to 70, like, it was actually humming, so. Were you drinking, though? Did you continue to drink through it? No, you... no, no, because oh, we had to drive home to right yourself. after, I know, I know, oh. but, uh, yeah, so we played. Oh, I didn't play that bad. Like, I struck it okay. Uh, I guess it was tough, though, because there was a CJGA tournament. Yeah. So, there's three nines of the course we played at, Peninsula Lakes. It's in Font Hill. Yeah. And uh, so, they absolutely – I feel bad for these kids. They fucked them. They put the pins on most absurd slopes ever. Like, right in the middle of them, if you were to stand over the cup and drop a ball, like, it was rolling five feet away minimum from the hole. So That's nice. The- I actually should mention the craziest shot I've ever seen happened. So obviously guys are struggling putting my cousin's playing with us and he's got about, I don't know, 15, 20 feet uphill, like pretty much straight uphill. But this cup is sitting at the top of the hill, but like not over the hill, like and flat. It's like on the top part of it. So he hammers this putt up with pretty good pace rattles off the back lip, not even like a lip out. Like it didn't curl or nothing. It just hit the back lip hopped out. And then all you see is it start trickling on back and it went past him. So he had 25 feet coming back. The dude five putt. <laughs> I've no never way. seen anything like that in my life. We were jaw dropped. We didn't even say a word for about pretty much until he hit the next putt. Cause we were just, I've never seen that. You don't I'll sure a lip out and it comes back the other way, but hitting it dead center cup, tiny bit too much pace. And it still comes back at you. I like, so it like came up and then what you say it rolled? How did how did it get back? So you know how you like have too much pace and it hits the back of the cup like a backboard almost. Yeah, that's what happened. And it like it like hopped onto the back or the side and then just rolled around the hole or like not all around the lip but like around the hole or beside the hole, just back down the hill. It was nuts. 
That's stupid, dude. So he five putt and he <laughs> had like an eight or something on the hole. <laughs> tough bounce. Yeah, the boys didn't play too well. I think we were all in the 90s, but it was tough conditions. Like one yeah. hole, getting a pitching wedge, 180, 185. The next, I like the last hole, we played a match. Me and my cousin beat my two buddies, and we won on 18 with like a four five. They were five five. <laughs> and it was literally, I was ripping a four iron which is normally like my 225 club because it's utility. Yeah. I'm still probably 15 yards short of the green on like 165 yards. Yeah, you got to take in consideration too with Stupid. the cold. You're not hitting it as far. And then on top of the wind, top of the rain, yeah. it just makes it nothing. Nuts. But I was, I had a geese round going too. I was, we played Grandview in Huntsville and I was two under through seven and we get to the, it's holy, it's a reachable par four. And what do I do? I make triple. <laughs> oh, hello. I hate to see that. How you doing? But. Anyways, uh, let's get into the past week here. We got the, the Zozo Championship. Yeah. Do you watch any of it? Um, No, because it was just the time change was stupid. I never really knew what it was on, to be fair yeah. with you. I was looking at it, and I was so confused when they were saying Ricky could win his tournament today, <laughs> and it was Saturday. I was like, why is it a three-day event? I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's in Japan. That's why. <laughs> of course, Ricky's in, in a three-day event. Couldn't be a four-day. <laughs> Man, I really wanted him to win. Um, yeah, would have been cool. Obviously, Keegan Bradley won. Minus two on Sunday to finish 1,500 for the weekend. First win since 2018. You're going to love this. He got interviewed after. He goes, what's the game plan tonight? He goes, we're going to hit it for sure. We're going up to a steakhouse. And then we got the Pats game at 2 a.m. Hell yeah, let's go. And they Pats dominated too. They, I mean, we don't need to get distracted even more than we are today. But, but I know that they, they were doing good. Um, he fended off Ricky by one shot, um, who shot even on Sunday. It would have been really nice to see Ricky win, I think. I mean, either one of those guys haven't won in a while, but. I mean, Ricky's been grinding on sponsor exemptions. Um, <laughs> he also switched new coach this year, Butch Harmon, new clubs. He went to, the, he's usually a blade guy, right? Huge blade guy, like yeah, blade yeah, like of the blade guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he switched to the King Tour irons that has a little more cavity back. They don't even really make them. They're like a prototype. They kind of just Cobras, made them right? for him. Yeah. 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 They're the King Tours. Um, and then he switched his caddy, uh, who is uh, Ricky Romano. So obviously what he's doing is, I mean, He's doing well. Working second round, he was so 60, far. Second round, he was sixty-three with the lowest, which has been the lowest round for him for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he held the thirty-six hole lead. So, I mean, things are progressing really well. I, I think Ricky's going to win at some point this year. Yeah, that'd be a pretty. If I could put a future on him, um, be good. I'd, I'm sure you could find it somewhere. Yeah, find it somewhere. Oh, also, are we going to mention quickly? Uh, like that this is episode 37 and 36 is like the disappearing floor from a hotel. No, but I want to hear I feel that like, analogy even more. Cause you know how we should like probably clarify that. Cause I don't know. There's some like thing. It's like the 13th floor of hotel. I don't know. There's some like spooky shit with it or it's like a non-existent floor, but you see it in the elevator door. Like when you click the buttons. Yeah. That's basically what episode 36 was for us. <laughs> yeah. That's we the had, way I'm going to put it. We'll leave it at, we had some audio issues that uh, we couldn't, we couldn't get it uh, figured out correctly. Yeah, but we're going to get it dialed. Some people probably already saw or maybe listened to. It was out for a little bit. It technically was released, but uh, it was a bit of a teaser, we'll call, we'll call it. <laughs> bit of a teaser. But yeah. we definitely will. Um, like I said, we had uh, a couple guys, or we had one guy on, but we're trying to get him back on. Like we said, we had some audio issues. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully we will figure it out and, and get him back on. Cause Great he had guess, a, though. Great he had guess. a pretty big weekend uh, yeah. this past weekend, winning some big tournament um, but that's all we'll kind of leave it at that fair enough um continue with the zozo we had uh xander shockley man this guy dude if you want to throw money on a guy on sunday finish with a 65 he's never shot over par in a final round of a pga tour event in more than two years 
That's kind of clutch. That is like a recipe for winning, <laughs> to put yeah. it in simple and, terms. Well, and he has dominated, right? Like, you look at, I think he won, what, three times last year, technically, with the two-man? Yeah. And he could win more. Like, to be to be fair, like, he really couldn't get it done the first, like, half of the season, at least it felt like. So, I mean, if that guy can kind of put that talent together all year round, like, he's a dangerous, dangerous guy. Yeah, for sure. Dangerous guy. So I, sure. I don't know. I'd like to see. I would bet you if there was an over under on him winning tournaments this year, like how many? I'd probably hit his over because I'm assuming it's somewhere. What's his over? One and a half? I wouldn't know. Maybe like well, yeah, it'd be or like do you one think and it's a half one. or two, maybe two. But I would I like, like, I like whatever three's is a lot. Probably... Dude, I feel I feel like it's definitely one or one and a half. Yeah, for sure. But I would be. I hit the. Like, I would hammer the over either way. I think it's a good year to go all in on Sander. Wow, two Spire bold predictions, eh? Early take got, of the year. We got yeah. Ricky winning one for sure from Slim. And then we got Xander going <laughs> two or more. Two, two, or, two more. or more. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I'll take all right. it all day. All right. What else is a wild take? Do you see the John Daly movie release? <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, I mean, I heard about it. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious. What is jo- it? Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. He already has his Electric. hair dyed bleach blonde, too. <laughs> do you think Jonah can swing a club? Or, like, what do you think they're going to do? Uh, that's a good point. I don't know if I've ever seen him swing a club. But I'm curious of how many times they're going to show Hooters in it. <laughs> because they, uh, you have to show it at least a couple of times. He's going to be, he's going to have a sponsor on his like left chest. Yeah, for sure. But it's going to be jokes. Like, I think it's going to be really, really funny for the people who maybe just recently got into golf the past couple of years. Those people don't really know of John Daly, I feel like. It's people who have like actually followed it for the last like 15 years minimum, I would say. 10 to yeah. 15 years who actually like kind of know about John Daly. But I, I feel like all these people who just got into golf, it's so up their alley, but they just don't know about it yet. I just love how it's going to be called John Daly, the bad boy of golf. <laughs> yeah, I, I was stupid, saying that but... term. I was saying that term all weekend when I heard that every time someone did something dumb on a like one of my buddies likes to smoke darts on the course. And like, yeah. I just, he just, he's just there in the car with a dart and a drink in his hand. I go, his name's, his name's Eric Skinner, but we call him Skinner, Skinner, the bad boy of golf. <laughs> Just calling him out. I just, I don't know. It's a funny name. It is jokes. But yeah, yeah I'm looking I'm, forward to I'm that. Amped. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I wish they used little, little John in like the early years for him. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, like when he's like 19. Because he, I think he won like, the PGA uh, like early. Did he not? I think he was, like think he was pretty young. Yeah, he's pretty young. Because that's why he ended up having more of a career is because he had all these exemptions. Since, but yeah. Like he, yeah. That'd be Remember jokes, when he tried be like Ice Cube's kid playing yeah. him in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Remember when he tried to hit a ball over the falls? I heard about that, but no, I like kind of forgot. That was a long time ago. Like yeah. I probably was like 12. You would have been like fucking two. <laughs> All right, man. Relax. Buddy, this is the one reason why I can tell that you're younger than me. You're wearing a Drew Maple Leaf sweater right now. Dude, it's sick. I don't even no, care. No, it's not you sick. Say. If you think that's sick, you're, we're, you're in a different world. That's we're posting the, a poll. Yeah. We're posting a poll. Yeah, you take a photo. You take a photo of the sweater and you post it, and I guarantee more people go no. And if the only ones that are going yes are to, because they want to piss Slim off, dude, lots of compliments, unwanted compliments just come rolling in when I'm wearing. Oh, this. from who? Like grade tens that vape at school? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man. Obviously, you gotta figure out your life. Sometimes. That's ridiculous. Um. They did announce the four elevated events, eh, for next year. Did you see that? Oh, they did? No, yeah. I didn't see that. Which ones are they? Here, don't look at the slim stats because I got a, I got a couple things I got to look I didn't at. see them. Okay, so I'll say the four elevated events. So waste management, which mm-hmm. makes sense. That's a big event. Yeah, that's a sick one. That'll make it really electric. Well, just get more big guys but... there. Yeah. RBC Heritage, 
the Wells Fargo and the Travelers. Now, hear me out imagine, here. Okay, go ahead. You, you I was about to say, I wonder if we're on the same page, honestly. Imagine they made that like the RBC Canadian Open. Imagine they just put a fuck ton of money into that one. Yeah. That would be so sick. Like, you saw, we, we saw last year how massive the fan base is here and how sick of a tournament it already can be. Like, imagine they just sunk a little bit more money to draw like that extra few five to 10 really so, okay, quality so, golfers. So this is where Nasty. I was going to come on and we're kind of be the same thing. Those tournaments are already pretty big. Do you think they mm-hmm. should have done four lower tournaments, lower end tournaments and made the purse bigger so that more guys would go to those ones or no? I don't think so. Just because of the whole thing of like having to play every weekend and prepare for like massive tournaments, like a bunch of the guys are like, Oh, I'd rather just have a few more focused tournaments with big money. So I kind of see maybe that's why they targeted already fairly big tournaments and just sunk more money into them. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Um, you know where I'm coming from there? Yeah. I just You kind of contradict yourself saying the Canadian Open because it's not really a big tournament and then you throw... I just like playing devil's activate. It kind of no. was. Canadian Open was not a big was. golf tournament. Dude, no, they literally said they're like, this was like a major. They're like, this was like a major atmosphere. The money wasn't that, that bad. Was, that was the, because... The field was pretty good too. Dude, that was because they were in the midst of the battle with Liv and they were trying to promote and make any golf tournament the PJ Tour had better than anything that it, it ever was. Dude, you cannot sit here and tell me that the Canadian Open was one of the better turn- non-big tournaments made big because it had major atmosphere, like in a sense of being a major, obviously. not having I don't a good know, atmosphere. dude. That, it was a pretty good one. I think it beats a lot of the ones throughout the year. That's obviously biased, but... And if even, I'll tell you what, if Rory like, didn't they win all it, love the track too. If Rory didn't win it too, it would it would have been it just happened that dude, it was in like the peak of live and he won and it was like huge for the PJ tour. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. But I feel like they're just a big enough like RBC is a big enough sponsor and they have so many guys, like I don't know why you wouldn't just make it huge. All right. That's fair. I don't know. Just a thought. Oh, also, those four won't be the same every year, so they're going to interchange them. So you, there could be the RBC Open one year. Yeah. They could do that. Um, Guarantee it. How about that for another future? Me and you. Bet you a case of beer that they fucking make it the RBC next year. All right. I'll do that because I bet they won't. There's not enough money in, in, in Canada for them to do that, man. Okay. It's like it's like the MLB not wanting the, the, a Canadian team to be deep in the playoffs. They just, they just don't want it to happen. And that's a topic for another day, but same thing. Yeah, you could argue, I could the same argue thing. that for days. I feel like you could do the same thing with the NHL with the, with the Canadian teams doing that. I know, but the PJ Tour plays all over the world. They're not just a North America well, sport. Like you know, they're what I mean? kind of North America. Baseball is a eighty percent American sport. Yeah, but there's golf like, is P- heavily the, American. No, but the PJ Tour, like, the PJ Tour. They do a couple WGB or WGCs, but anything else, dude, ninety. Nine percent of their events are in, ninety-eight percent are in North America, and only one of them's in basically in I know, America. But like golf fandom is big, pretty much all over the world. Versus baseball, you have about Dude, three to four. Baseball countries. in like Japan, and that is huge too. I feel like that's just recent-ish though. Like it hasn't always been no. like that. I think you got to get your mind out of the gutter, Ben. <laughs> you're delusional in this leaf trap that you're in. Oh yeah, I don't want to talk about that. All right, let's get into the slim stats because I got a couple good ones for you. Yeah, feed it. Okay, so if you drive the ball on average 225 yards, what tees do you think the and this is USGA? It's hard to find Canadian golf stats, so bear with me. So it's so small everywhere else but the states. 
that was good. That was a good one. Uh, if you drive the ball 225 on average, what tees do you think that the USGA recommends you playing from? Uh, like that's a weird question. Like, what tees are you like suggesting there are? Like blue, white, red? No, no. Sorry, yards. Like yards. Oh. Tees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I suggest pink, fuck? orange. <laughs> uh uh 225 drive uh they suggest 5900 wow was that good 58 to 6000 yeah dude i feel like i actually i was confident in that one okay so here's something what is the percentage of players from a zero to five handicap that drive the ball 240 yards or longer so percentage of players mm, yeah, from yeah, a zero to you. five. Okay, just want to make sure. No, you said it well. That was clean, and I I listened well. Uh, I'd say about 72? 67. Oh fuck, man! I'm on fire. <laughs> All right. So I'm put it this awesome. way. Put it this way. Really, re- relatively speaking, then that means. Here, I'll say the next stat, and then I'll, and then I'll tie it back into the first stat. Yeah, but yeah. What percent of players from 15 to 20 handicap average 240 yards of driving distance or longer? 21 9%. Oh wow. <laughs> so take take those into the two in together, right? Yeah. That means that, relatively speaking, the other 13% or I guess well, that's bad math, 77 87 97. 33%, sorry. <laughs> of 0 to 5s. I mean, I would imagine only probably maybe 8% hit it under 225, I would think. Yeah. So, you know, they're recommended playing it it's 5,900 yards, let's say. And then then you take the 15 to 20s, dude. 9% of them hit it over. So that means probably 60% of them, I would say, hit it under two, 225 or under on average. Yeah, that's kind of Which crazy. Means basically, 60% of 15 to 20 should play around 6,000 yards. And I guarantee yeah. they most of them play like 63. Yeah, at least. Right? I play with a bunch of guys that like some of them are close to 20 handicaps or say 18 handicaps and have never been better than that. And they're like, oh, let's play the tips. Like, it's a classic thing. It's like, oh, it's it's only sixty eight hundred yards. I'm like, dude, it's windy, it's cold. Sixty eight hundred yards, you're a psychopath. I'm like, I would, I could play with a scratch guy right now, and he probably wants, doesn't even want to play the tips. <laughs> so this is my thing. This is the only reason why I want to play the tips at most golf courses I play. I got two reasons for it. One, courses, most courses, especially nicer ones that you play, are designed from the tips. We've talked about this before, right? So it's just yeah. a better layout. That's so if fair. I'm playing new courses, I, I don't like, especially like away, I like doing it. Same here. The second reason is because if the tips are 71 and the blues are like 67, which is, I think a 67 is an appropriate yardage for me to be playing. I generally hit my driver around 260 carry. Um, and I think that's legitimately pretty legit. I don't think yeah, I'm no, false. That's anyone. pretty fair. That's fair. I can get around good enough where I'm not hitting, you know, again, the best five iron in. Kind yeah. Of like I'm still hitting like eight irons, nine irons. You know, par yeah. fives, I, you know, I probably can't go for them in two. So that sucks. Where it gets me the par threes, a lot of the par threes when you play tips are like, They're like 190, 200, yeah. 210. Those, those would tough. kill me. But everything else is fine. But those are my two reasons why I like playing the tips. On top of that, I guess that wasn't really a reason. That was more of an explanation. My second reason is because I don't play any better or worse with my handicap. Yeah. Like if I do 67 to 70, I might be like a shot or two worse. But in a sense of the yeah. ratings, it hurts my handicap way less to have a score from the 67s at like an 80 than have from the tips, have it like 82. 
I can agree with that for sure. Because even where I play Westview, like they've changed their tees a lot over like recently. But say when I was growing up playing a little bit more and when like that's all I would do is kind of play and I was floating maybe in that like eight to 10 handicap range. It was the same sort of thing. Like I always played the tips. Like I'd go play by myself and I'd always play the tips and I'd shoot maybe like 86 or like something like that in and around there. But, and then the guys I'd play with that worked at Westview that were like a bit older than me and obviously a bit better. Like none of them played the tips. They're like, dude, why the fuck would we do that? Like, let's play the whites. And the whites would play about 64 and a half. And it's like, I would honestly like shoot exactly the same, sometimes even worse. Cause for me, it was, it also depends on the angles. Like you said, when it comes to the course design, it's like sometimes the, the tips work out better for people. It's like it forces you to hit a certain shot versus having maybe wide open fairway where you can kind of like bunt it. Like the angles can change, right? So it is super dependent on the course and the layout. But well, and especially like where bunkers are placed, where yeah. water is placed. Because, dude, if I, get a fairy, big one too. if I get in fairy bunker on a par five, I cannot go for in two automatic. No, no. And I probably make about even green side. If I hit in a green side in a bunker, I probably my chances of going up and down go from like <clears throat> probably 20% to like 3%. Not a good bunker guy? Dude, I'm like a 20 handicap. If there's one thing I can improve in my golf game, it would be my bunker play. If I, I get into a bunker, I, can... I mentally am like, dude, I I am not getting up and down. Mm-hmm. I actually like bunkers. Like I, this weekend when I was playing, like I was in a handful of greenside ones and I actually think I got up and down. I think I was three for three. I almost hold one as well. But I think that's because I played out of such shitty bunkers my whole life. I like Westview and Highland Gate. But like when you put me in a half decent bunker, it's like, holy shit, like this is easy. Like I don't have to yeah. worry about my club skipping off the fucking ground yeah. like tarmac. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, side story. I'm getting my putter shaft painted. Well, I went to go get my putter shaft painted. This guy yeah, it's called the dog house in Barry. Yeah. Dude, this guy's a sick facility. Once it's done, I'm gonna so, so, show some pictures. Whoa, mm. that was bad. Um, because besides modern golf and tx well, modern golf and tx you don't even do it the stuff that he does and you can't get anyone to do it basically between barry and or toronto and muskoka right and this guy just start just opened up so i'll uh, i'll share because like he does like custom clubs so he paints the paints the heads paints the putter Ew. heads paints the uh like iron heads he does custom shaft stuff so he, does, he paints any shaft he does um stamping on wedges he does yeah. basically whatever you want he can do and he has a six he took me through his back shop today and he's got like a spray set up like legitimately like a spray booth he's got mm-hmm. like he's got like an oven like it's insane dude what this guy had i'm so super, super stoked funny enough he actually had some guy left a black shaft there for him because he swapped he wanted chrome so he goes oh i'll just i'll just give you well not give you i had to pay for it but you can just instead of painting your shaft, shaft black i'll just put it in so so it's like he, a legitimate black shaft rather than having yeah. it painted but he That's was saying cool. he was saying because I was, I was asking him i was like dude i'm a painter like honestly i know if you have the perf most perfect application form like you can still get chips paint can still fail like like yeah. what's the durability with this stuff he goes dude your shaft if i painted it would be no different than getting a black shaft like it's just it's 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 good it's just that legit and he he said the same thing i said what about the putter head like i'd be interested to get my putter head painted black mm-hmm. i go i have a spider that was painted blue and like it's only chipped where i've obviously hit it off something he goes dude it was i guarantee you if i painted your putter it's actually gonna be more durable than the spider based off the product i use um and based off how i do it 
Um, obviously, if he says if he hits something, it's still going to chip, but he goes, yeah. it's not going to wear like you think of like wearing paint. Yeah. So anyway, it's called uh, Nate Dogs or yeah, Nate Dogs House or something like that. Um, but once I once like I get the, the dog done, house oh, or something, oh, or? that's what it is. Not the dog the house, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw it on there. It's that. That's exactly what it is. The dog house. Um, so anyways, he, he's done a lot of work and he, he wants to get fitting going there, um, and whatnot, which will be sick. He has a full track, man. Um, yeah. Putting green, everything, but yeah, it's doghouse golf co on Instagram. So anyone check out his page. He does like, dude, club stamping, such a good thing for like gifts and shit like that. Like I oh, want to yeah. get my club stamps. It's nasty. You can put some sick shit on there too. Yeah. My buddy Burns just got a he got a Scotty, his girlfriend sent his, his old Scotty back to like the Scotty, like custom guy yeah, the and, custom re- and redid it all, dude. It looks so disgusting. He's got his, his name engraved in it. Like just doing custom stuff like that with clubs to me is so sick. I love it. I love it. There's something about doing it for golf stuff is like way cooler than any other sport. You can get like a custom hockey stick and all that. And it's like, it's decent, but something about a golf club, I feel like maybe because it lasts so long. But... Yeah. I just want to say it. You can't break it off a guy's shins and men's. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> like your putter is relatively saying most guys get a putter and they keep it for a, a long, long time. Right. Even when you can't really play with it anymore. It's still a cool thing to like hang up on the wall. Yeah. Any, any, I go, dude, well, the thing is, I go, I kind of want it painted, not replaced because I just put this grip on octo grip, right? Yeah. I go, I got it from Scotland. Like, I, I don't have another one. He goes, he goes, oh, I'll be able to blow it off. No problem. I go, what cool. do you mean? He goes, well, do you want to try right now? He goes, I'll be able to tell in a second if I'm, if I can get it clean or if I can't I go, sure. So dude, he takes this like air gun and there, you know, there's a hole in the back. Yeah. Of the he just fucking blows, blows it, it with air and then he twists it, twists it and then popped off in like two seconds he goes yeah it's fine i'll be able to put it back on the shaft <laughs> this guy's dude, a wizard whenever i go to a golf store and i need a new shaft they're like yeah the grips the grips you heard yeah like even put new tips on i mean i've only gone to really golf town for it and like but no that's literally how it is that's what i deal with at work all the time i'm like oh like <laughs> i have to ask people what grips are on their shaft if they're getting new replacements and stuff because 80 percent of the time they can't save the grip yeah and he said it helped that it was a putter grip and i put it on recent yeah obviously um, I feel like a shaft grip would be a little difficult and a little more skinnier to deal with, but yeah, yeah. anyways, anyways, let's get into this week's CJ cup, um, at Congaree. I think that's spelled that or said that right. What, what would you give me a rating there on that pronunciation? Uh, no idea. Uh, maybe like a fucking six, three. <laughs> well, why six, three? It just, you stuttered a couple of times and I also just feel like it's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's just my guess though. I, I don't know how to say it either. All right. All right. Well, the nice thing is this week I was able to place two bets and I've already done it using probably one of my new favorite apps in the app store, BetStamp. I know you've dealt with BetStamp before. I did an onboarding session two two days ago with on with BetStamp. I was a little skeptical at first, not gonna lie. Didn't really know what to expect. I go, you know, the Travago of uh, of betting apps. Dude, this thing is legit. You legitimately pick your you look at like your bet. So for example, I have Sam Burns at, I got him at plus 2,800 outright win this week. Mm-hmm. The field's not that deep. There's like 10 top 20 players in the world. And then it's like anything outside that is that, right? On BetMGM Grand, he's 20, 2,800 bucks. On Bet365, which is a very common betting app, he's plus 2,200. So in a $10 bet, I'm winning a difference of $60. There it is. That's a decent money. So basically the idea that Benstep has is you can't actually bet on their app at all, but you, I know, you know, this, I'm just explaining to people. Yeah, um, yeah. You literally download the app and you compare what biting sites have the best odds for the bets so that you can win your most money. 
Yeah, and I mean, it increases dude, your chances of winning like long term by a zillion because the percentages each time, like the casino generally that uh, has like a small percentage of edge it's called over over the better but what this does is kind of like limit that edge as much as possible so like long long term you're making more money it's honestly a fucking sick idea dude and like it has like the amount of betting like i didn't even know some of these betting every sport pretty much like well and just every like, every bookie yeah like let's just go through some of them here i'll go to like an nhl game tonight and you know, we'll just go into Edmonton. So they got Bet Rivers, Cool Bet, North Star, Caesars, BetMGM, ProLine, Points Bet, DraftKings, uh, FanDuel, Betway, Unibet, Party Poker. <laughs> I guess that's more. I guess they have a betting app. They still poker. have, like, I'm pretty sure, sports. Yeah. Book, yeah. Anyways, there's like over like 10 to 15. And like to, to make a bet and lose out on legitimately $60 off a $10 bet is like, you'd be stupid not to do it. 100%. Especially in golf. I feel like it actually makes the biggest difference. And this is my favorite part of the app too. It's not even the fact that you can do that. They, tr- You can actually place your bet in the app so that it tracks your wins and losses. So at the end of the year, you can go to analysis of, of, of your bets and it, you can show, okay, my best bets have when I've done them pregame. My best bets have when I've done them live betting. My yeah. best bets are on NHL. My best bets are on, and like it shows your worst bets. It shows Breaks you down your ROI for yeah. each league and everything Ex- like that. Like, and then it shows dude, your record and it's crazy. I am a stat nut. And I love that aspect. Yeah, it's wild. And what we're going to do soon is uh, once we get our accounts all set up, we're going to be able to have you guys tail us directly because we always say it's like, oh, take our bets, take our bets. Well, now you're going to see our bets right in front of your eyes on your fucking little screen there. And you're going to see what we're betting on. So then you can tail us. Yeah. So talking about that, I I, I got Sam Burns on BetMGM at 2,800 bucks. I put 20 down on him. And then I also did John Rom plus 900 and that was on bet 365 see so like it's not even like it's favored to one like you yeah know, two, two two different ones and it's anyways the the downside is you have to have more betting apps but if you're going to have the money and you're going to bet anyways you you might as well take the advantage of, of that and you don't have to it's like even if you have two or three it's fine it's mm-hmm. just like it's not going to work as well for you but that's kind of on your own your own thing yeah so the more you have the merrier and i mean either way they're going to still crunch the best numbers for you and get your uh, get your odds all dialed yeah. So, anyways, my bet stamp picks this week are Sam Burns our winner and John Rahm outside winner. I also threw in a Ricky top ten. That was I, I think plus three hundred. Who do you got? I love that. I'm definitely on Rombo, like the same one on three six five because I like using three six five as well. So it works yeah. out. So that's my main one. And then I honestly don't have another one yet. That was kind of like my one little lock. I'll look at it right now. What What we'll do too is. Even like this week, we'll just post a black screen on Instagram with a with a our story yeah. on a story and show our winners or show our winners with bet stamp and whatnot. So if you don't catch the episode, you actually see a weekly thing of me and Ben picking picks this week or this year. I'll also do uh, Corey Connors. It looks like is plus five thousand on bet three six five, and I'll also throw like the each way on that. So so that means he... come t- that's top five or winning, it basically pays out. Oh, okay. So top five. I can't see him winning. I'd love Corey Connors win, but. Yeah, I, just, I can't see it that week, but anyways. Um, so yeah, we're still to be working with bet stamp. Hopefully, uh, you know, we can continue this for a long time. We got a little two month deal with them. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Yes, uh, sure. so make sure you download the app and, uh, make sure you're, you know, when you're going to put your money down, make sure you get the best odds and the best results. <laughs> Let's go. Unreal. Anything else? Uh, just quickly, I guess, uh, that new pages. I don't know if you played that yet. I haven't. I actually am sitting in the living room and I'm going to dive into the new PGA Tour 2K. Um, I hear it's a lot better. I hear what the one thing that pissed me off about the 
previous 2K, and I'm a big EA guy, but obviously EA has been out of the game for a while with PGA Tour. Yeah. The two things I hated, you put it in the rough, with like, and you're like 200 yards out, you couldn't hit the green for whatever reason. They just wouldn't yeah. let you. Like, you can't hit it. Like, it's like the rough is like lava, and you just can't get the ball to the rough. Second thing is, is that when you tied a tournament, you ended in a tie. Now you actually do a playoff. So I oh, love that. that's sick. I love okay, that. I didn't know that yet. I yeah. haven't really played much. I've only played a round or two. I actually played St. George's in my first round. Still fiddling around with the settings and everything like that. But right off the bat, like graphics are a little bit better. Could also be now that I have a PS5, which makes a bit of a difference. That and might then, help a little bit. It might help a bit. And then also the sound for me is like the cooler thing. It's like the background noise is cooler. And the the sound of the ball coming off the face sounds way more legit. Like they definitely got like some legit audio of PGA guys like cranking driver and putting a mic like right next to it. It sounds sweet. Yeah. So we we should maybe do one night. We we get on like a Zoom call and do like do a, like a, little a peach tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That'd be sick. I'd exactly. be down. Dirty. All right, Chief. Well, until next week, let's uh, keep in touch. Uh, if you get out on the links this week, good luck. If not. Have fun sitting at your office desk with Titleist. Um, Always. And uh, we'll, we'll chat soon. Sounds good, buddy. Take care.